0: Good Monday morning. I am freezing. I am out on my front screened in porch, which it's supposed to be 60s all week, but it's pretty chilly out here. Um, I had promised at the beginning of the month because I know I've been hitting on a lot of crazy dental stories, but I talked about how it's, you know, Women's History Month and I wanted to talk about feminism. And I had a couple thoughts on this. Part of me thinks that if people were really interested in learning about feminism, like they would pick up a book themselves and learn about it. But I know that, you know, we all like free things and, you know, free labor from other people talking about their struggles. Um, But I think it's annoying when you do offer that free labor up and somebody's like, well, I don't think it's that bad. It's just your situation. And you're like, no, no, this happens to a lot of women. Well, no women I know. No, it does. They just don't feel safe telling you about it because you're not somebody they can trust. Whether they see your Facebook posts, whether they hear you talking or see who you vote for, deep down, you are not somebody they trust. And that's true. Every woman will say that, maybe not to you, but they will say that to each other. Like, yeah, I I don't say certain things in front of this guy because I just know he's not a trustworthy dude. So I figure if you really want to know about feminist issues, you would like join some feminist circles And, you know, I know a lot of younger women, and not all younger women, but I've heard this phrase. I think the last time I heard it was from a 30-some-year-old. But she kind of looked at me and she was like, I know this will probably make you mad, but I'm not a feminist. And I was like, why would I be mad? Like, feminism's all about choice. You know, I think it's weird that you wouldn't want to be for the advancement of your own gender, but that's, that's okay. You know, like, you're cool with what you have. You don't think there's any more. You don't know anything about maybe intersectional feminism where you have cool things, but like, disappor- dis, I always say disproportionately. disproportionately. There we go. You know, black and brown women have to deal with racism and sexism. So like those, they're going to have issues that you don't struggle with. Like, it's just, I feel if you want to learn about those things, you all need to pick up some books, like read Bell Hooks, Audre Lord. Like, I don't know. You need to get out there and read some really good books about feminism and see what struggles women do face. Because I guarantee you, there are things you don't know. Like I've been, I'd like to think I've been a feminist since I was a little girl, and I was raised by my awesome mom, who was also a feminist. Um, but that being said, I, my mother was all about, you know, basically it was it was white feminism. It was like I I wouldn't call it that back then. I thought I'm for all women and i am for all women but what i didn't do was educate myself on how all women are different and they have different things they struggle with and it wasn't until i got to my 20s maybe even in closer to my 30s and especially with you know how easily accessible the internet is now you know we all have it on our phones in 2002 i had a computer i had to get on to get to it so you know but anyways i joined a lot of um black and brown women groups and queer women groups and I like I swear my Facebook and my for you page on like um, TikTok is full of just black and brown women and queer groups and it's really just so I can learn and sometimes they do they're like here Venmo me some cash PayPal cash app like you know this education shouldn't be free because you know again go to the library pick up some books but these spaces aren't for me. They're not about me. They're literally just for women to like talk about the struggles they have that I I know I don't experience because I read their stuff and I'm like, oh, I, I didn't know that. And so what that does is makes me a little bit better to be like, oh, I need to be aware of that. And maybe in certain circles when people talk about things, I can bring that up and say, well, actually this, oh my God, I sound like a mansplainer, ladies, huh? Well, actually, no, this this happens to this group that we didn't even think about. So intersectionality is just really knowing that like, you know, If you're gay and you're black and, you know, you're a woman, you're going to be hit with, like, people who are sexist, people who are racist, people who are homophobic. Whereas maybe I'm just getting sexism in my life. That's all I'm getting is people who are sexist. So it's kind of what, when you think about intersectionality and feminism, you just have to be aware that other people have different hurdles than you to jump. So, again, read some books about it. I just think that, I think if we were more educated, our thoughts would change on what we think. Um. Again, my stepsister was talking about how, you know, I wish people would raise their boys not to like, you know, talk down to girls and make fun of their bodies. And, you know, sure, her daughter's a teenager and some boy said something shitty, but then covered it by said I was just joking. Chill. Just a joke. Don't take it so hard. And it's like, yeah, if I caught my kids fucking making fun of someone's body and making it as a joke, I probably would just shred them myself and really make them cry. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But my boys, I would hope, wouldn't do that because I talk about that. You don't make fun of somebody's body. I mean, I think it's easy. I think it's so easy. When you're angry about somebody's character being shitty, it's easy to attack their appearance. You bald fuck, you know, like, you. it's easy just to attack. You fat fuck, you, you know, stupid bitch. Like, I mean, attack their character. Be like, wow, that's a really shitty, terrible opinion. And I don't know if I want to know you as a human being. Like, I just think you're kind of terrible. Like, I just think, I, I know that sounds so cheesy and maybe kids aren't able to talk like that, but... I talk like that with my kids and I'm like, you know, it's, I falter sometimes. I do. A kid was being mean to my kid. And I know I did a podcast on this a while back where I like fat shamed a kid. Not to his face. I kind of did. Like he was being mean to my kid and he was like three times the size, like an age and weight. And I just, you know, made some kind of comment, like instead of kicking the ball and making my kid run after it, because that was the game, I kicked the ball and you run after it, but he was being mean. Like Max was trying to pick it up and he would grab it and kick it. And I was like, maybe, I go, Max, don't get that ball again. I said, he looks like he can use to run after it a few times. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm learning, all right, people? I'm not perfect. I, and then I later said, Jesus, I shouldn't have said that. And I told my kids why I shouldn't have said that. So, so for feminism, Focus Month, which I only did one podcast, which is terrible, but, uh, Just do a lot of reading, please read. I mean, we study history every Monday and my kids are always so, they're pointing out the sexism and everything, which is great. If the first step you can do is point it out, like when people say shit like, oh, he's just a boy, that's just how they are. And you're like, no, no, that's not, we don't do that here. Like we don't fucking gender shitty behavior and say boys can have it and girls can't oh, girls mature faster. No, they don't. You expect more out of them and you let the boys will be boys mentality run wild. That's why girls look like they mature faster. They don't. So it's just, you know, I think if people can recognize it, at least that's the first step. And then maybe hopefully the next step is to help fucking dismantle it. But you know, that's work. And I realize people are lazy and don't want to do the work. So back to my stepsister's daughter, she had made a Facebook post and some guy was like, you know what's wrong with boys these days? It's the feminization of the males. That's what's wrong. And you know my ass, like she of course erased her post because people tend to do that when I fucking comment shit on there that they don't want to start trouble. I said, actually, I feel like it's toxic masculinity. I said, because if feminization of males were a thing, they would be a little more caring probably because that's what we equate with women that they're caring. They're nurturers and we don't raise our boys to be that way. We raise them to be rough and tumble. And I've heard this said by multiple people that, you know, if the mom has too much influence that they're not as rough and tumble and that's a negative because we equate feminine traits negatively. If we did not equate them with negativity, we wouldn't care that our boys were being feminized. I'm going to say this slow because I want it to sink in We are very happy to have tomboys. Oh, my little girl's a tomboy. She gets in the mud and plays with guns. But nobody that I know is very happy that their boy is, I don't know what the opposite of tomboy is. Actually, we say sissy and we mean it negative. But nobody's happy to be like, oh, that's my boy over there. Oh, don't you love his pink shoes, his skirt? Yeah, he loves it. He loves it. Oh, he loves playing with baby dolls. We do not brag about that shit because society is patriarchal in nature. It is. Men have always ruled it, run it. And uh, anything womenly, girly, is a negative. So I'm going to say this 100 times until it sinks in. It is, because if it wasn't, you would be proud to say that your son does things that are stereotypically girly. So yeah, it's. I think that that's what the problem is. I think if we did raise our boys like we raise our girls, that we would have a better generation of people. And to be honest, I feel like I'm raising my boys just how I was raised. So maybe I am doing that because, you know, growing up, my mom didn't gender things. We all did indoor chores. We all did outdoor chores. We all learned to cook. We all learned to clean. Like it just, and this is what I'm doing. Oh God, now that song, WAP's coming in my head. Let me tell you how I got this ring. (laughs) Like I don't cook, I don't clean. All right. Anyways, yeah, I, I feel like all three of my boys, I've just raised them like how you should. I would assume you want them to be good partners for their future spouse, and they should be able to do everything. I do have cousins that are my age, and I feel bad for the young 20-some-year-old girls. One of the geek guys I talked to who's in his 30s says, man, is it fucking hard to date, because he's kind of more liberal, and, like, we're living in a very red state, and everybody's super conservative around us, and he's like, it's hard to date, because he has these, like, backward mentalities. To him, they're backwards, and I get that to conservative people. Maybe we're backward mentalities, that we want equality for everybody. It's crazy, but... um. Uh, Somebody in my 40s that's a cousin of mine is just like, I don't know why you're mowing the lawn. You have three boys. You should not be outside mowing the lawn. And I'm like, why not? Fucking chore sucks. It's a once a week chore and it sucks. Like we all take turns. We all take turns, you know, and maybe the boys do the front. That's a smaller part. And then, you know, we do. me and Mark do the back. We've split it into threes before when Miles did like a third of it. Mark did a third. I did a third. Like we really strive for equality in this house. And, this, and now, cooking I love to do. That's something I love to do, but so does Evan. And the boys have been my little sous chefs for the time they were seriously in high chairs. And I gave them, like, a plastic knife to chop up mushrooms and stuff. Like, they've been, you know, cooking that much since they were babies in the kitchen. And uh, I don't know. The indoor chores, yeah, we just spent a week spring cleaning. My kids spring clean with me. And I think it's important because what else, what were they going to do? Watch their mom clean while they did nothing and watch TV? And then I sound like a hard ass, and I hope it doesn't come across that way. But like, I mean, you can't live in a house and not do something to earn your keep. Like, I know that sounds fucked up. Like, you're a kid. Of course, you get to live in a house. But what I'm saying is, I don't know how people have kids in their house that make messes, leave dishes out, leave food, like sitting in rooms, leave their clothes on. And they just don't, I I don't know, Does a magic fairy come around and pick it up? Do mom and dads in these houses go pick up behind them and they never learn to do that? And maybe not. Maybe they're the shitty spouses that get married and think that my partner will now do this all for me and I don't have to do anything. Please don't raise your fucking kids like that. And don't gender it. Don't raise your girls to do all that all those chores and the boys not to, so when they get married, they're gonna be looking for another fucking mom. Like I have three kids. I don't need four. Um thank God I didn't marry a child, you know? Like I married a an actual partner who literally came home from working all day and still helped me finish up spring cleaning. I was trying my hardest just because I am home. I'm not working, but like one day a month. And I'm like, nope, me and the boys got this. Basically, it is our mess. We homeschool the house. It's our mess. Miles didn't even have to do much spring cleaning other than the heavy lifting because he's not even down here. He worked two jobs. He's in his room most of the time. It's me and the boys. But Mark came home and would spend like a couple hours. He was bleaching down the walls in the bathroom. He was going through all the hundred piles of cords. I didn't know what fucking went to what. Yeah, he literally was like, save some stuff for me. This shouldn't be all on you. I live here too. Like he was saying that. And I don't know why I felt so weirded out and guilty about making him work all day and come home and clean, but he's like, no. He's like, when you were working 12-hour shifts, I would I felt the same way. He's like, but you'd still come home and throw dishes in the dishwasher and do stuff. He's like, you know, this is our mess. So, ladies and gentlemen, marry you a man like Mark because damn, I like I said, I just I see the discrepancy in other people's marriages my age. Like I said, I hope the younger generation maybe is more enlightened. I have a 21-year-old. I hope to God he's not messy like that when he marries somebody because I've been on him since he was a kid. I don't know. So anyways, my feminist talk is just to read. Read and educate yourself if you care about those issues. And I, I will tell you why you should. Because feminism is literally equality for all the genders. Like, I don't understand how... It's man-hating. Don't let people who hate women or view them as less try to tell you what feminism is. Because they will. They will try. They will try to make it a negative thing, you know, so you won't want equality. I I don't know. It's crazy. And the reason we call it feminism is because for all of fucking history, women have been... Oh, my God. I was going to say degraded, but that wasn't the word I was looking for. I mean, they have been, clearly. But, um... They've been the ones oppressed, you know, not able to vote. I mean, God, you know, spousal rape wasn't even a fucking thing. Was it the 90s when they finally, like, had all the states saying that? But, like, they're still in our state, which look it up because it's creepy, that if I'm inebriated or passed out drunk and I can't consent, like, there's some kind of loophole where it's not really considered rape. So, yeah, like, it's fucking crazy that there's, there's laws that, like, still protect men to be shitty. And the last thing I'm going to part with for my feminist conversation is I really hate the term violence against women. Who is creating this violence against women? It's like it's an unknown entity. It's men. It is male violence against women. You look up the goddamn statistics. It's not women beating the shit out of women. It's not women raping women. Does that happen? It's such a fucking small, minute percent. The majority is men raping, beating, killing women. Now, when you look at men, because I'm going to talk about both of them here, who's killing, raping, and beating other men? Again, it's a very small percentage of women doing it. It is fucking men. We have a male violence problem in this country. If we didn't have things like toxic masculinity, if we raised our boys like we raise our girls, I do think that we might see a generation of change. Then we would have men not needing to prove themselves by overpowering another to show their strength. Women don't do that. We want to uplift each other. And I don't understand why that doesn't come across usually with men. And, you know, I'm not gay, no homo. You know, I mean, you hear all these fucking crazy phrases that anything overtly kind to each other, they get weirded out by. You know, my husband doesn't hug his friends. They don't hug each other. I hug my friends that are girls. It's more acceptable for us to be kind and to nurture each other than it is for men. And we need to change that. And that is what feminism tries to do as well. But again, it wraps it up into they hate men. No, we hate that you guys have like a little box that you're stuck in and you can't get out of. And if we try to push for equality, maybe you can get out of that box. So those are my kind of thoughts today. And yeah, the Chris Watts thing on Netflix, like I don't know if I can watch it. Um, He killed his wife and two daughters. So he could, like, have his girlfriend and be happy, you know, live happily ever after. And, like, I read about things before I watch them because I know I can't watch certain things. And just reading about it is like, I don't know if I can do it. I, I can't watch it. And then the statistic that was, like, one in three women in our country is murdered by somebody she knows, basically. Usually, like, a partner. And all I could think about is one in three. We act like we're so advanced in this country and we're the best country in the world. And our statistics are just above these third world countries that we hate. You know, it's like, what, one in, was it one in six or one in four women? I will have to double check, because at one point it was one in six, then it was one in four women will be raped in her lifetime in this country. And yeah, if we're talking about, like, Yemen or something, some crazy, like, you know, you're like, oh, Middle East country, like, it's like one in two. Like, you're basically 50% chance you're going to be assaulted at some point in your life. And here you're like, it's only 25%. It's not as bad yeah like we need to stop doing that stop saying that just because we have it better we still don't have shit to work through because i would love a country where no woman had to worry about being molested and raped i would love a country where i could go running outside at night alone with my earbuds in and not be so goddamn hyper aware all the time i went out to my car at dark i went to the grocery store at night because it was less traffic there and I parked by a streetlight, and, and on the way out, I had my finger on the panic button. As I was loading my van door, I had my back to my car. Like, I had my ass inside the van so I could pull shit out of the cart and keep aware of my surroundings. Like, these are things that we all do, and to explain it to somebody is so fucking exhausting. And, you know, said, oh, it's good to be aware of your surroundings. No, I don't think that you're hyper-aware like we have to be, where we always have to worry about it, because as soon as something happens, the questions pour in. Well, why did you stay with them if you were getting beat? What were you wearing? How much did you have to drink? You should never drink till you pass out. We never say that shit to guys because they're not the ones being assaulted at a high rate. So we know it's true they're not assaulted at a high rate, but we just seem to keep victim blaming. We need to start asking why men feel the need to rape women. Why men feel the need to murder them. Why do men beat women? Like, let's start raising our boys knowing that that is what the possibility is of their future because it's a high percentage of male violence. Let's figure out how to raise them to not end up like that. Stop raising our little girls. Oh, cover your boobies. You're six years old at the beach. You got to cover. You can't go without a shirt. Some 80-year-old man might be perving on you and it's your responsibility to make sure he doesn't. Like, let's stop fucking putting the onus on the little girls and the women and start putting it on the men who are doing these things. We need to raise a better generation. I am trying my hardest with my three boys. I hope to fuck everybody who has boys is trying their hardest. And that's kind of all I have to say today. I think I've kind of petered out here at 18 minutes, but uh, it's just important. So please, please, please read and educate yourself on what issues women are still dealing with in this country. If they're gay, if they're not white, like if they're if they're disabled. Like there are so many other struggles that people have other than just sexism. So you have to look at each individual woman and what she's dealing with. And yeah, let's do something about male violence in this country. And I think the first step is, I I feel like it is raising our boys like we raise our girls. And I think that we'd see a whole generation of men that would be different than what we see now. And it sucks because, like I said, my age range, I still see, I still fucking see women my age raising their boys rough and tumble and, you know, bragging about them getting in fights and, you know, really just... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. They're just really making that happen. They're uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Molding them into this toxic masculinity, and I see it, and I'm like, fuck, like my kids are gonna have such a hard time because your kid's gonna be an asshole when he gets older, and I fucking know it. And you know, so just I'm trying, and I hope you all are too. So that's how I'm wrapping up May, uh, March, April. I don't know. Maybe we'll get into some gardening next month. I don't know what I'll feel like getting into in April. I'm sure it'll be fun though. (laughs) Have a good day.